Welcome to the Lean Blog Podcast. Visit our website at www.leanblog.org. Now, here's your host, Mark Graben. Hi, this is Mark Graben. Welcome to the Lean Blog Podcast, episode number 66 for May 15th, 2009. Our guest today will be Joe Rizzo, the chairman of the AME, Association for Manufacturing Excellence Annual Conference, to be held in Kentucky, October 19th to 23rd. Uh, Before we talk to Joe, I want to introduce a sponsor for today's podcast. Uh, It is MIT Professional Education and their short programs. Uh, MIT will be holding three short courses on campus in Cambridge this July focused on various lean concepts geared towards busy professionals. So to learn more, you can visit them on the web at shortprograms.mit.edu slash lean. They have three courses. These are the Lean Academy course, the Lean Engineering Seminar for Product Development Engineering, and finally, the Lean Healthcare Academy. Um, these are hands-on introductions to Lean, um, as well as Six Sigma, the principles and tools for different settings. So again, if you want to learn more, go to shortprograms.mit. Edu slash lean. And now here's our guest, Joe Rizzo. Well, again, our guest today is Joe Rizzo to talk about the AME annual conference. Thanks for joining us, Joe. It's a pleasure to be here, Mark, and uh, thanks for inviting me. Sure. I was wondering if you could start first, uh, you know, briefly introduce yourself uh, to the audience before we talk about the conference. Okay, sure. Well, I'm Joe Rizzo. I'm currently the executive director of the Jacksonville Lean Consortium, but I'm also the chairperson for the 2009 annual conference, which will take place in Covington, Kentucky, just across the river from Cincinnati, Ohio. I've been involved with AME for 19 years. I've been the president of the Northeast region for two terms, the vice president board member for the Northeast Region and board member for the National Board of Directors for four years. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, uh, the the conference itself, before we, uh, we get sidetracked, if you get to mention, the dates are uh, October 19th to the 23rd, correct? Yes, that's correct. And if people can go, uh, ameconference.org is the, uh, the website for the conference, right? Well, they can go to ame.org. Uh, Mm-hmm. And there is a a link to the conference, and they can register online. We currently have over 1,000 people registered for the conference. Oh, great. great. So we're halfway there. We have a cap of about 2,000, and we're halfway there. Hmm. Well, that's uh, that's good to hear. Um, now, before we delve into uh, the, the, the conference uh, itself and what people can expect, um, if they attend... Um, you, know, you mentioned the Jacksonville Lean Consortium, and you know, regular listeners of the podcast may recognize Jacksonville as um, being, a, it, it seems, a, a good source of lean activity, a lot of good things going on. We, we've talked previously with uh, our friend, the lean dentist, uh, Dr. Sammy Bari, and uh, Lieutenant Randy Russell, retired from the Sheriff's Department. Uh, I was wondering if you could speak for a minute, Joe, on you know what's special um, about Jacksonville and, and how how and why Lean has spread, and, and maybe what role the consortium has played in that. Okay, well, um, there's a very active 
Manufacturers Association here in Jacksonville. It's called FCMA, First Coast Manufacturers Association. And Jerry Bustle, Vice President of Global Operations for Medtronic, and Lad Daniels, the President of FCMA, got together four years ago and came up with the idea to form a consortium based on lean. So for the first three years, we were incubated under FCMA, and last year in January, we split off, and we are now a nonprofit company. Mm-hmm. We have grown from 12 members when the consortium first got started to 50 members today. And my plan is to reach 100 members a year from now. Mm. So there, there's a lot of interest in lean in the consortium. We have uh, the city of Jacksonville, the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office, the power company, JEA, the transporta- transportation company, JTA, uh, WorkSource, and uh, several other governmental agencies. But primarily, we're a manufacturing group. 70% of our members are manufacturing companies. And is the role of the consortium to just harness the resources of organizations that are already using Lean or, or to help spread Lean, maybe in new new companies, new industries, a little bit of both? How, how would you describe that? Yeah, it's, it's kind of a two-pronged approach. Uh, we have companies that have been doing Lean for several years, and then there are several companies that are just starting out. But uh, we hope to have a positive economic impact on the city of Jacksonville. Jacksonville is growing quite rapidly. Uh, starting last year, we have two new container ports coming into Jacksonville. Our total capacity will be over uh, 250,000 containers. Um, I'm not sure what the unit is on that, yeah. but it's basically tripling the capacity of mm. containers coming into Jacksonville. And we're benefiting from the widening of the Panama Canal. So we now will be the southernmost container port for the United States and able to serve South America and uh, Africa. Okay, and uh, getting back to uh, the the AME conference, uh, you know, I'm a a, a proud member of uh, AME. I really like uh, what the the organization uh, stands for and, uh, you know, the... The Target magazine is, is outstanding, and you know, I really uh, appreciate being a, a member of AME. Um, I'm a little embarrassed to say, unfortunately, I've never had the opportunity to attend an um, annual event. So I know, I'm sure there's probably a lot of people uh, in, in, in my situation. So I'm, I wonder if you could describe to the listeners you know, what makes the AME conference unique and uh, what you think some of the highlights would be this year for, uh, for why people should consider attending. Well, in general, AME provides an opportunity for attendees to hear about people that are progressing and very successful in their businesses, primarily because of lean and other activities. But it's a great networking event. It's a great event to learn from the best of the best. It's a great event to meet the speakers the keynote speakers, and also the presenters for the six or seven different flights that we offer. There's always a lot of takeaways. There's always a list of things that people can learn at the conference and bring back to their place of work. 
we have what we call a learning journal, and it helps the people make notes, keep track of uh, the events that they attended, and uh, develop a list of contacts of people that they can network with after the conference. Another big value is, are the plant tours, where people can visit a very a number of different plants and uh, listen to the stories at each of the different plant sites, tour the facilities, and then the, the big value is talking to the people on the floor. Uh, see if the company actually walks the talk and talk to the, uh, the workers and see how involved the company really is in lean and see what benefit they're getting out of the lean programs. Mm -hmm. Do you know, um, at this point, maybe we say Kentucky, uh, is, is Toyota part of uh, the, the list of tours, or what other companies do, do you have signed up or hope to get signed up? Well, we currently have 25 confirmed tours, and with the 25 confirmed tours, we, we have a capacity to tour 1,400 people. Mm -hmm. We have uh, 10 more tours that we're working on. One of them is the Toyota Georgetown plant. Mm -hmm. Uh, we have a, a pretty good uh, confidence that we will be able to tour the Toyota plant. But uh, currently we have uh, Cincinnati Machine, we have ESCO, Goodrich Corporation, SKF Bearings, Johnson Control, Mazak, Miller Brewing, uh, Batesville Casket, Jim Beam, uh, and several other plants. One interesting thing about plant tours this year we got a lot of response last year that people wanted to tour non-manufacturing facilities or non-manufacturing companies. So we have uh, several of those lined up. One of them is Fidelity Investments. They have a large center in Cincinnati, and uh, we'll be able to tour that. I wonder uh, if there's possibility, uh, people are interested, if there's a hospital in the area that's been using lean, uh, maybe that's something we could even work together on trying to line up if that's something of interest to people. That would be of interest. Uh, we actually have a company that makes um, beds for hospitals, and we can try and tie that in with one of the major hospitals in the Cincinnati area. Yeah. Lean for Hospitals is uh, growing. It's growing fast. And mm -hmm. um, Lean for Healthcare in general is another topic that's growing fast. Sure. It's something, something I'm working on in Jacksonville. We haven't quite got it to the annual conference yet, mm -hmm. but it's on the list. Mm, okay. And you, you mentioned speakers. Um, I, I see on the website, for one, there's a call for presentations, so there's a chance at this point still for people listening if they want to come talk about their company story, uh, their, their lean journey. looks like there's an opportunity uh, for people to come and, and, and present, but uh, you know, who, who do you have lined up at this point as uh, a keynote speaker or uh, you know, key presenter? Okay, the keynote speakers, uh, we have eight of them lined up. Uh, the first will be Alvin Law. He's a motivational speaker. He was born with some severe physical handicaps, and he's overcome any and all obstacles uh, to be a very successful speaker and a motivational speaker. We also have Keith Williams. He's the CEO of Underwriter Laboratories. We have Bob Chapman. He's the CEO of um, 
see him. The name escapes me right now, but I'll come back to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. McNeely, who's the CEO of Chicago Tube and Iron. Terry Bussell, Vice President of Global Operations for Medtronic ENT. Mm-hmm. Dr. Sammy Barry, the world's first mm-hmm. lean dentist. Yeah. And our closing keynote speaker will be Marilyn Carlson Nelson. She's the uh, chairman of the board, uh, past CEO of the Carlson Empire. And this includes uh, all the four- and five-star hotels, primarily the Park Hotels, the Park Plaza Hotels, Radisson Hotels. She also runs a marketing company and a travel agency. Um, And she's taken the company from... I think it's $12 billion uh, when she took over to over $40 billion right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, So a very successful woman. And I forgot to mention the theme of our conference is Journey to Greatness. And this is a transition from the Toronto theme from good to great. Mm -hmm. So all all of these speakers are on the journey to greatness or have made the journey to greatness. And Marilyn Carlson Nelson is one of those that has made the journey. Uh, She has taken her company to one of a very prominent status and certainly can be considered great. So I'm very interested to hear her story, and I think all the attendees would be very interested to hear her story also. Uh, Bob Chapman has taken Barry Weimiller to a position of greatness. Keith Williams has taken a 76-year-old company uh, to a position of greatness. Dr. McNeely, uh, most people think the steel industry is dead in the United States, but Dr. McNeely has a different opinion, and Mm -hmm. he he has taken his company from uh, the brink of disaster to a position of greatness. So all of these people either had made the journey to greatness or are on the journey to greatness. And the attendees can learn a lot from these people. Mm-hmm. And you talk about journey to greatness. I mean, I, th- I think, again, you know, AME is a really great organization for, for learning about and uh, helping promote lean. Uh, I believe this is the 25th anniversary of uh, AME. And uh, so if you, you talk a little bit about... Um, Kind of the, the, the focus on the future for AME and um, the, the, the series of annual conferences. Okay. Well, 25 years is a significant milestone for AME, and we are going to take a little bit of time to recognize the past 25 years. But the majority of the conference will focus on the future. And the future right now is unknown and cloudy because of all the changes that are taking place through the new administration, but also through changes in the global economy. So as I like to say to people, the rules of how we do business, both in the United States and the globe, are being rewritten. And we really cannot look back to the past to to predict the future. We really are facing an unknown future. Uh, There are no guidelines. it will be completely different from what we've experienced in the past. So we have to focus on those things that we know are successful, that will lead to success. One of them is innovation. And we have 
Sarah Millard Caldecott, the grand niece of Thomas Edison, will be one of the presenters during the, one of the flights. Mm -hmm. And she will talk about innovation and highlight the fact that Thomas Edison started six industries and five of them are still in existence today. And so there's a tremendous need for innovation in order to be viable and successful in the future. So that's just one thing. Uh, the second will be dependence on our suppliers because none of us are totally vertically integrated. And we have a number of suppliers that we have to depend on. So we have a flight of, called supply chain and we have um, speakers from CSCMP, the Supply Chain Management uh, Group, has identified three speakers to speak for us and highlight the importance of supply chain going forward. So we're going, we're going to be focusing on, on the future and those factors that will help people be viable and successful in the future. But another interesting topic that we're going to surface for the first time is a topic called compression. And this is Doc Hall, one of the founders of AME's new book. And it's really tough to get your mind around compression. So we're, we're having Doc talk about it in a special interest session because it's a very challenging topic to get your mind around. Mm -hmm. And basically, it talks about doing more with less, but from an environmental standpoint, fewer raw materials, uh, less energy sources, and so on. Mm -hmm. And basically, it talks about how to survive when growth is no longer an option. Except for the United States, most of the industrial uh, world today is experiencing declining populations or shrinking populations. Mm -hmm. So uh, growth is not, can no longer be an option going forward. It might be 10 years from now, it might be 50 years from now, it might be 100 years from now. But somewhere out in the future, uh, growth will no longer be an option. And Doc Hall addresses this and talks about it, presents a case on why this is going to happen and what, what we can do in a completely different environment. Mm -hmm. So that, that's going to be a really new topic uh, that we'll be introducing at the conference. Well, um, thanks for sharing uh, you know, some, some of the highlights and what people can expect from uh, the AME conference, um, October 19th, 23rd in uh, Covington, Kentucky, Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, our, our guest again has been Joe Rizzo, the executive director of the Jacksonville Lean Consortium and the chairman for this year's conference. So, um, again, if you can remind us, Joe, on websites for both the conference and if people um, by chance want to learn more about the Lean Consortium, what those addresses are. Okay. For the conference, it's www.ame.org, and there's a link to the 2009 annual conference on that website. And then the Jacksonville Lean Consortium is www.leanjax.org, leanjax.org. And there's also a link to the conference on that website. Okay. Well, great. Well, thanks for joining us, and uh, you know, good luck with both the conference and all the good work in Jacksonville. Uh, be sure to say hi to uh, our fellow uh, Lean podcast friends uh, the next time you, you run into them there in Jacksonville.
I certainly certainly will, Mark. And thanks for the opportunity to uh, participate in this podcast. Okay. Thanks a lot, Joe. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening. This has been the Lean Blog Podcast. For lean news and commentary updated daily, visit www.leanblog.org. If you have any questions or comments about this podcast, email mark at leanpodcast at gmail.com.